0: Hi, I'm Sabrina Soto. I believe the best conversations are with friends who are really able to open themselves up and share their lives, both the good parts and the bad. You're going to be listening to some of those candid conversations and hopefully gaining some insight to help you redesign your life from the inside out. Hey guys, on this episode of Redesigning Life... I am going to talk to you about my worst breakups and tell you how I've healed my broken heart. Now, I'm not a therapist, but I can tell you that I've been through a lot in my romantic relationships and I am standing here now and I've survived them all. So let's start off by telling you that if you're going through this, if you're even contemplating going through this, when I shared my single parenting podcast, which if you haven't listened to it, I highly recommend that you do. I got a lot of messages on social media saying that they were scared to be a single parent, that they were worried how it was going to affect the kids, and that they knew that they needed to go through it, but they just didn't think they had the strength. Let me just tell you something. I totally get that fear. My sister always used to tell me when I was going through something difficult, she would ask me, I know how you are telling me how you feel, but how do you really feel deep, deep, deep down inside? And I always thought that was so obnoxious that she would ask me that question until I now realize what she meant. I think all of us, I don't care where you grew up, what your upbringing was, male or female, all have that instinct in that inner voice that sometimes we ignore and we know what is best for us for us now and for our future. And sometimes we let all of the fears and we overthink things over and over and we become sort of stuck in this cycle. And that's okay. It is okay for you to be in that cycle because sooner or later, you're going to make a shift one way or another. So what I'm trying to say is, for me, it took getting to that deep, deep down instinct to either leave a relationship or really heal from one. I can tell you that my latest breakup with Olivia's dad was the most painful for me because it didn't just involve me. It's sort of easier to mend a broken heart to get over something when it's just you going through it. You're the only person that you have to worry about. But when there's another human involved, especially your child, it just becomes more complicated But I can tell you this. I get what you're going through, all those messages that I got saying that you were scared. You didn't want to raise a child by yourself or have a broken family because either you came from one or you didn't, and you just couldn't even imagine having to have your child go through this. I obviously am speaking, I'm generalizing here. I don't know everybody's story, but a lot of the stories I heard, I think that if you have the ability, To fix a marriage and keep the family together. If there is hope, do whatever you can do. Therapy, romantic vacations, just the two of you, more communication, read books, whatever you can afford, whatever you have time for, take it to fix it. Because I can tell you that it is difficult to be in a situation where you are a single parent. But I can also tell you, that it is doable, and you will find happiness. I promise you will find happiness. It might take a while. That's, I guess, the worst part of a breakup. If there was a special pill that was out there that would mend a broken heart in the matter of an hour, I th- I, I mean, I think I would have taken it. But that's the whole point of a breakup and that transition in your life is to learn something from it. And it's painful, but that goes for... Anything in your life, the most painful transitions, the most drastic change in your life usually becomes the most strength you'll find in yourself and the biggest transformation. And I know you probably don't want to hear that if you're in the middle of the breakup, but every bad situation or what I at the moment translated as a bad situation, looking back, there was always a reason and it just took the time. So there is no magic pill for you to get over it. There are also things I definitely recommend you don't do. Run from it. No matter how far you run, it's always going to catch up to you. And running could be geographically of you trying to move or go on a very long vacation or drink or whatever. Those are just band-aids and they may feel good at the moment, but some of them, especially the things that are bad for you like drinking or Whatever you choose to do, not only are they band-aids, but they actually do more harm than good. But that's a whole other podcast, and we don't have to sit here and talk about that. But my point is, get through it. It's going to take time. I know other people say to make a good and bad list of the person. That never worked for me. Even if the bad list had 47 million things and the good list had three, it's still always like, but those three things I miss. I really want those three things back which is ridiculous. I'm laughing now because I remember some of those good and bad lists. I mean, and I would really stretch those bad things like too much cream in their coffee because I don't like the smell of the milky coffee breath in the morning. Why am I telling you this? But anyway, my point point of telling you this is that when I made those lists, like I would really stretch for the bad stuff. Anyway, uh, the change of scenery could be a good thing in a case of Doing something new, meaning going to a new yoga class, going on a hike that maybe you don't go to, doing something local, but come out of your comfort zone in order for you to grow and take baby steps. You know, if you're you're not a dancer and you're petrified of it, don't take a dancing class, but maybe go watch people dance. It's about sort of growing your soul. And I know that sounds new agey. I don't mean it in that way. I mean... Trying new things so that when you're done with it, you actually look at yourself and you're proud of yourself. That I know have has helped me a, a lot. And then people also say that it takes half the time of the relationship for you to get over the relationship. That's not true. Whoever said that is full of it. I think every relationship is different. How you deal with the breakup is obviously different. It's, it's going to be different for everyone. Anyway, let's go back to my bad breakups. So... Yes. The last one that I went through was really difficult because I didn't necessarily see it coming. I'm not going to say that I was an ostrich with my head in the sand, but I didn't necessarily think it was ending when it was. So that was really painful. And to go through a breakup that you weren't necessarily expecting, it's a different set of grief because you're in shock and then you're in pain. The thing that I did and I think I talked about this in an older podcast, is that I'm a doer. So when something bad goes wrong, I have a whole to-do list because I keep myself busy. That is the way that I dealt with grief. Looking back, I don't necessarily think that was healthy because like I said earlier, you can run, but you can't hide. And those feelings will catch up to you sooner or later. So I think my doing the to-do list, the organizing the garage the cleaning the baseboards just prolonged my grief. It still came. It just came at a a later time. I also went through the whole, am I going to spend the rest of my life by myself? And here's what's shifted for me. I have now become so comfortable with myself and the person that I've become. I'm nowhere near perfect. I have so much growing to do, but I really have been working on myself way more in the last year than I ever have with therapy and yoga and meditation and whatever, that I really am okay if I spend the rest of my life by myself, which I can't tell you I used to feel that way. And I urge anyone listening to this who feels that way to start doing things to make yourself proud so that you do feel okay with your own company. That doesn't mean that you're going to spend the rest of your life alone, but When you get into that point that you don't need someone else's attention or company, you will attract the caliber of person that you should be with. And I mean that with every morsel of my being. Another breakup that I went through in my early 30s, I was actually married before, a lot of people don't know that, was my divorce. And that was really difficult for me because it was a situation where my ex-husband didn't do anything wrong. I just knew it wasn't the right relationship for me to be in. And to leave someone that way is so painful because to see someone that you love in that much pain is really hurtful. But you also second-guess yourself constantly because it's not that bad. You always tell yourself, well, it's not that bad. You know, he's great, he's this, he's that. He didn't do anything wrong but you're the, what I was talking about earlier with what my sister used to talk about, the deep, deep, deep down inside, deep down, I just knew it wasn't right for us, for either of us. And I almost felt like I had to take the responsibility to leave that relationship because we could have just stayed that way forever. And I know a lot of other people are in that situation where they feel like, well, it's not that bad. We don't fight. He doesn't hit me we, you know, neither of us have a substance abuse problem, but I'm just super miserable. Again, if you could fix that and find what you guys fell in love with in the first place and rekindle that again, please do. But if you've tried for years and you're both still miserable or maybe not miserable, but just unhappy and unfulfilled, you need to take a look at that because life is too short. And I, I don't mean to say this, like I don't take marriage vows seriously, because I do. But I also know that life is too short. Life is too short to be unhappy, unfulfilled, unloved. And I know because I spent years trying to fix things that sometimes it's just not possible. So here's the thing. No matter what, everything is temporary not meaning relationships, but meaning either the situation that you're in in the relationship, the sort of phase that you're in, or if you're in the breakup phase and you're really heartbroken and you're depressed and you don't think that you're going to heal through this, I can promise you that it's going to take time. And day by day, it's going to it's gonna heal. Now, it is a roller coaster. There are some days that you're going to wake up in the morning and think, oh my God, I've, I'm over it. R- Bye. Don't even care. And then that night, you're hysterical crying because you've watched a sad movie. Oh, by the way, don't watch sad movies and don't listen to sad songs. Please don't do that when you're healing. It is not a good idea for you to listen to your song, your wedding song, or watching your wedding video. Do not. No matter how much you think that's gonna make you feel better, it is not a good idea. Don't put on Elton John. What do I gotta do to make you love me? Don't you put that on. Don't you dare. I want you to watch funny movies, be with your friends who make you feel good, not the friends who annoy you because we all have those friends too. Also, don't be with friends who are going to badmouth them because that sounds good for a little while, but you also don't want somebody to badmouth somebody that you care about. Be with the people that make you happy. Do the things that make you happy. My most embarrassing breakup I talked a little bit about in an upcoming podcast with Nicole Curtis. She was over and we were talking about dating and breakups. But the most embarrassing breakup I had was when I was 16. (laughs) It's so bad. So I was dating a guy whose mom didn't want him to date anyone because she thought, I don't know, he was too young, which she was probably right. And she forced him to break up with me over the phone. And so you would think I'd just get it. (laughs) Nope. So I was at work when this happened and I drove, well, The rest of the time I was working, and I'm using quotes, I was really in the back room writing a letter to his mom to tell her, like, we were going to get married and that she needed us. Like, Romeo and Juliet. It was so silly. So I was writing her a letter telling her how we were going to get married and that this is meant to be and she should just get on board. (laughs) So after I was done with my shift, I drove to their house, and I knocked on the door to give her the letter, and all of a sudden... (laughs) Oh, my gosh. The lights went on in the house. So you would think that was a sign, like, leave, right? Nope. <laughs> so I kept, gosh, I kept ringing the doorbell. And then uh, nothing, there was no lights turning on. Nobody came to the door. And I'm just kind of sitting there with the letter in my hand. They never came to the door. But you know who came? <laughs> The police. (laughs) So the mom called the police on me, a 16-year-old, to get (laughs) off of her property, which I did. So I'm, of course, hysterical crying. And I asked the police officer, I was like, can you please? You don't understand we're going to get married. (laughs) And so the police was like, yeah, okay. So just stay here at the sidewalk. And um, I said, can you please just give her this letter? So I see him walk away. He's talking to her at the front door. And he comes back towards me and I'm like hopeful that, oh my gosh, did you tell her we're going to get married? And he still has the letter in his hand. He goes, "Uh, she doesn't want your letter and you need to leave and go home. I went home. (laughs) I have to tell you, I'm laughing about it now, but guess who wasn't laughing then? This guy. I was mortified and so embarrassed and heartbroken. So, I'm telling you this story because I'm making fun of myself. <laughs> There's something seriously wrong with me, but to show you or to let any of your daughters, if they're going through a breakup, like <laughs> a don't go to your ex's front door with a letter to their parents. It's not going to work, but B I promise you that look at, I've, Oh my gosh, I'm laughing about it now because it's so ridiculous. It is ridiculous that I did any of that. Uh, I, I actually ran into him years later. We were fine. It was, we were friendly. As a matter of fact, I think he wanted to get back together, but I was like, no. Nah. But look at me. I obviously am laughing about it now. Oh, I mean, I hope so. Gosh, if I was still crying about it now, we'd have bigger problems. But I just wanted to share that story because it is embarrassing. So embarrassing. Like the pit's embarrassing. Uh, but I just wanted to make you laugh. So goes to show, no matter what, you're going to get over it, especially if you're in, your 20, you're in your 20s. I know you don't think you're going to, but I promise you, you will. It is going to heal. Take the steps that you need to take care of yourself. Surround yourself with the people that really bring you joy and take it easy on yourself. Don't be so hard on it. Don't Don't force the healing process because you can't. And the whole point is for you to learn something from this. Anyway, that's my story. I'm sure I went around the world with this and hopefully I've given you some insight. If you have a story you want to share with me, please, I read all of my direct messages, tweet me, write a comment on Facebook. Tell me also what topics you want me to cover. Tell me what you think of the podcast. If it's an amazing review, please go on iTunes or wherever you listen to this And give me a review and five stars. If you don't like the podcast, write a comment on my social media because I'm always looking to improve. But I thank you guys for your time. I know there are a million podcasts out there and I love that you guys are listening to this. Until next week, next week I have an amazing guest, Mike Dooley, who is... I think one of the most amazing new thought teachers out there. And we had a great conversation about the law of attraction and manifesting the things that you want in your life. So until next week, thank you guys so much for listening. I so appreciate your time. Bye guys.